Hey, everybody. Welcome back to season three of the Little Fish podcast, the School of Marketing. I'm Joel Eschenbach and so glad to have you here. It doesn't matter what you do in marketing, whether it's getting your website right, your sales funnel in place, what traffic you're getting to your website. If you don't measure the conversions, you have no idea what's working and what's not. And that's what today's episode is all about. It's about measuring conversions and goals, people visiting your website, people filling out forms, making phone calls so that you can make data-driven decisions about your marketing. And today I'm interviewing Gary Donson. Gary was with us last season on the podcast. In fact, if you haven't watched that episode, go back to season two, episode five, where he talks about how to optimize your business from Google local search. He's coming back today to talk to us about what are conversions, how to set those up, and the importance of that in your marketing. It's not a very long episode, honestly, but it's a really, really important one. Also, as a resource that complements this episode, I put together a step-by-step video to show you how to go into Google Analytics and set up goals or conversions so that you can track specific things that people are doing on your website. It's hugely important, and you're about to find out why. So let's go into my interview with Gary Donson. Well, hey, Gary, it's so good to have you back on the show. I know you were on before. Um back in season two, and we talked about how to optimize your Google local results. So welcome back to the podcast. Yeah, excited to be back. Yeah, and today we're going to talk about uh, this word conversions. Um, And so a lot of people don't really know what that means. But what I find a lot is that people come to me and they say, actually, I just talked to a client today, had a sales call before we recorded the podcast today. And they said to me, we've got this company that's doing social media for us. They're, they're a local business and they're doing social media for us, but we don't really know if it's doing any good. Like we're spending a lot of money paying this company for social media and we don't really know if it's helping us. And immediately I thought about this conversation. That's where conversions come in, right? Yeah, exactly. I, I hear the same thing all the time. So tell us a little bit about <laughs> conversions. What are conversions? And I know we're going to go into how people can set those up, how people can track their website visits and all that, but what are conversions? Yeah, conversions very simply is just um, an action somebody's taking on the website, which can be multiple things. Um, so if you're looking at your website and you know, you're, looking, you're putting yourself in the shoes of the, of the consumer, what do you want them to do? You know, do you want them to subscribe to a newsletter? Do you want them to fill a form? Do you want them to call you? Um, make a purchase, you know, what is, what is the action that you want that person to do ideally once they're on your website? In its simplest form, that would be the conversion. So I love to use the example of Apple because we all love Apple, <clears throat> but just really quickly, it's like when you're on this website, what is, what is the conversion? And it's obvious. I mean, it's learn more or buy. They want you to purchase. So regardless of where you are on the site, if you scroll down, it's the same thing. Learn more or buy. So they're measuring every single time these buttons get clicked on. So that's, that's, that's the conversion. It's real simple. If we look at another site, um, this is one of our favorite e-commerce software tools that we like to use, Equid. Um, and this one is really straightforward. It's get started for free. You know, and if you scroll down, same thing, get started for free. So that's obviously, you know, what, what they want you to do. If we look at your site, it's a free consultation, schedule a free consultation, download a PDF. So without me even scrolling, you know, we can quickly identify what the actions are that you want the website visitor to take 
you know, and again, you're just repeating it as we scroll further down on the page. Yeah. Um, so that conversion ends up being really the call to action that you want. You want people to take on your website, but yes. it becomes a conversion when you measure it. So we want to measure if, if, when somebody clicked and when somebody took that action. Exactly. And, and how we measure is going to vary depending on uh, what the call to action is and, and what happens when you, do, when you click. Um, that's getting into more detail. But then just one more quick example. Let me move this out of the way. Um, like on this one, Chelsea Place Senior Care, they've got the phone number right at the top. And that's the main thing that they want people to do is to call. So we're using, in this case, you know, they're using call tracking software, which makes it super easy to keep track of how many calls, where those calls are coming from. And of course, they've also got a download down here, which would be another conversion, is if somebody does that download, how many of those downloads are happening and where did that traffic originate from? Yeah, that's a good segue. Um, and, and by the way, sometimes people will refer to conversions as goals too, goals or conversions. But yes. what I was going to ask you too is, okay, so, so we're tracking phone calls, we're tracking form fills, we're tracking if somebody schedules a consultation, we're tracking PDF downloads or email opt-ins. Um, why is it important to measure and track conversions? Um, when you're determining what your marketing budget's going to be for a given month or a given quarter, um, ideally, you want to know where to spend that money. So if you're tracking your conversions, and let's say you're doing a combination of uh, display ads, Facebook ads, and maybe you have somebody dedicated towards blogging, um, the blogging is going to directly affect your organic um, SEO. Um, paid ads is, you know, from Facebook, you know, would be a source, and then of course Google ads. So how do you break up that money? How do you break up that budget? So if you're keeping track of your conversions, you're gonna know if you have, you know, 60 conversions, and 50% of them are coming from Google ads, then 50% of your budget should be going towards Google ads and you can tweak it from there. So it's a question of lining up your budget with what your actual performance is based on the goals that are happening on your website. Gotcha. So that, so like that example I gave you with the business I was talking about earlier, they were saying, we don't even know if we're getting anything from our social media, the social media company that we're paying. In that case, they could go and look, are we getting any conversions that are coming from social media? If not, there's really no, it's a terrible return on investment in terms of what we're paying the social media company, right? Yeah, exactly. And the number one thing that we're always trying to teach people how to do is whoever they're using, whether it's us, you know, another company, or they're doing it internally, maybe they're doing it in-house, is how do you hold everybody accountable? And the number one way to hold everybody accountable for performance and being sure you're getting a return on your spend, because these services are not, they're not cheap, they can be expensive, is by measuring your goals and conversions. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's good. So yeah, in other words, <laughs> if, somebody, if, somebody doesn't, if somebody doesn't make a phone call or somebody doesn't you know, book a consultation and you're paying a bunch of money to somebody, yep. forget it, forget it. Yep, yeah. and it's like you're fired. Yeah. <laughs> find a better find a better vendor. That's right. And I we had a we also had a client um a while back that was spending and this is this was a good example of how you can see conversions making a difference and tracking them. They were spending quite a bit of money on a magazine ad that they'd been running for years and it was expensive. The the ad spend they were spending on this magazine ad. And at one point they asked me, you know, are we getting any 
conversions from this. And we set up some call tracking on the ad and, you know, lo and behold, they weren't getting anything from it. They were also running a digital campaign with a company and paying them for ads on a website. They were getting no conversions from it. So he just took away that spend from, from those things because they weren't bringing any money and moved it over to Google ads. Yeah, exactly. And, um, you know, and with digital, it's so much easier to track. Um, traditional advertising and marketing is just, it's so hard to track and it's so expensive because you have to have such a broad reach and, uh, and you, you never know, you know, if you're getting a decent result and it's just, it's extremely expensive to measure that digital is so much easier and, you know, you have exact numbers and exact ROI. That's good. Well, let's, let's dive in and take a look at what, what these conversions look like. So, um, you know, how do we track back where these conversions come from, for instance? So one of the things we talked a couple episodes back to Chris Davis, and he said, you know, he's got these four metrics to measure. And the first metric he said you have to measure is who's coming to your website. Right. So, so let's look at that. Where do we start with who, who's coming to your website? Where are they coming from? One of our favorite tools that we use constantly and even between ourselves and our review our own clients is, is our reporting dashboard, which, which makes it really simple to see this data. Um, so like in this example, we're looking at a three month time frame. So we can clearly see, as you were just talking about, like where's the traffic. So in this case, you know, almost 7,500 sessions and we can clearly see where all that traffic is coming from. So that would be step number one. And you can see, you know, display ads, 4785, paid search, and then you've got social. So this client in particular is relying pretty heavily on their paid ads, and they're not doing very much in social. Um, and then from that step, you, we can go down to how many goal completions or conversions are we getting. And in this case, we're looking at a conversion being a phone call, or they're filling out, um, asking for a quote. Uh, so they're filling out a form or doing a call. And we can see in this case, you know, 258 conversions, which is a three and a half percent conversion rate, which most businesses would be extremely happy to have a three and a half percent conversion rate. But even more importantly, at a glance, we can see where all these conversions are coming from, like what's the source and organic is their best performing conversion channel um, and then uh, referral and then paid. Yeah. So by tracking each of these conversions, we can see exactly where they come from and if they, that turned into, you know, booking an appointment or making a sale or whatever it is for your particular business. Exactly. And, and actually, yeah, 3.5 conversion rates. Great because the average is one to 3%, I think. Okay. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. So, so this is a happy client. Yeah. <laughs> and, and so this is a, uh, I want to talk about call tracking in a minute, but this we're looking at the dashboard, software we use. This can also be found in Google Analytics as well. Uh, can you pull up that view so people can see? You can. Sure. Yeah. So this is the same uh, time frame that we're looking at. And, and you can see, let me relocate that. So we can see the same thing. Like here's all of our sources of traffic. And then over here on the right hand side, we can choose all the goals or we can choose specific goals. But we can clearly see 258 goal completions. So you can see it's the exact same number. Um, the exact rate is 3.46. We rounded up a little bit. Mm -hmm. um, but more importantly, it's, this is the column that we're focusing on is where are these goal completions coming from? And, um, and again, you know, you've got 43% are coming from organic search. 
um, which means they've got good SEO or have done good, good SEO work in the past. <clears throat> and then, you know, their second source being referral traffic and then of course paid. So this is, yeah. we always encourage people to get into their Google Analytics account. You know, it's, there's a lot of data in here, but um, it's, it's not that scary. Well, yeah, and that's, people do come to me all the time and they say, I, I think I have Google Analytics installed, but I don't really know how to interpret it. I don't really know how to read it. I'm going to do a separate video as a resource to this episode where I show you how to set up conversions in your Google Analytics account. And I'll show you a couple of, of things that you can do. Um, but this right here is a really important view because like back to that example I said with the company that didn't know if their social media spend was worth it. They could have come right to this view and seen, okay, we're, here's the amount of people that are coming to our website from social media. And of those people, here's the amount of people that actually converted into a sale or a call or an appointment. Exactly. And then, you know, we like to take it one step further and try to ask them, you know, in the initial consultations, like what, what is your total marketing budget and how does it break down? Um, you know, and most people don't have the answer to that right off their fingertips as they should. Um, but we want to get that data so that we can try to quantitate, quant, quant, quantify, <laughs> so quantify, quantify. Yeah. <laughs> so we can quantify exactly, you know, what is, how does their marketing budget correlate back to actual data? That's the key. And that's, that's what every business owner is always looking for. Right. Yeah, and that's that re return on investment. What right. am I spending? Whether, whether, what am I spending in time or in money? Because sometimes they're paying a staff member to update Facebook or, you know, whatever it is. So time or money. And how is that coming back for a return on, on that time or money? Is it worth it? Yeah, uh, and, that, and, the, and what they're paying that person, their salary, that's, that's part of the marketing budget. Yeah, that's true. You're right. Very cool. Well, let's talk about call tracking a little bit because sometimes I get some pushback with call tracking. So people will be like, great, you can track how many people fill out forms. You can track how many people book appointments. You can track how many products people buy. But I don't know about call tracking. What would you say about call tracking if people are, are leery and what's the benefit of doing call tracking? Call tracking, in my opinion, is probably one of the best conversion tools to set up. I mean, if you're getting any calls coming in whatsoever, um, it just gives you so much data. The pushback people are, are always afraid of is, you know, well, if we start that, it seems like I'm never going to be able to stop doing it because, you know, you're using call tracking numbers that are going to be out there. Um, but the reality is, is that, you know, we've never had an issue and we've been doing call tracking for multiple years now. And we've never had an issue with people, you know, if, even if they did stop call tracking, you know, did it become a problem? And it just hasn't. Um, but the data that it gives you and how many calls you're getting and the ability to be able to measure that, depending on which call tracking software you use, there's a lot of other benefits that go along with it. it it's, it's really clear, you know, and again, we can come back to the dashboard. And this is just a really top level summary, but we can see, you know, like in this time frame, they had 204 calls, 158 of them, you know, were first time. And that's, that's a key number, how many first time calls you're getting, um, you know, and then, it can also keep track of answered versus missed. And there's a lot more detail to go beyond this if we dig down. Um, but this data is invaluable. And, yeah. um, and we, we could spend an entire hour just on call tracking alone. Well, yeah. And I think people tend to miss that because if you're not <laughs> tracking your, if you're a business that gets new sales from phone calls and you're not tracking those phone calls, you have, you do not have a clear picture of your marketing, your digital no. marketing strategy. No, so you're, you have a partial picture of it. 
And um, what's interesting too about call tracking is, is the way it works is when someone picks up the phone, um, it uses specific numbers based upon your IP address. When someone picks up the phone, we can tell not only where they came from, you know, Facebook or Google or whatever, but we can also tell what page of the website they were on when they picked up the phone. Yeah, and once, once they make that initial call and their IP address is logged, every action that they take from that point forward is going to be logged in a, in a history. So you're going to see, have a complete timeline um, of everything that they look at. So if you have a product or a service that has a longer buying cycle, it could be several months. Um, but you're going to be able to go back to that timeline within the software and see everything that that person's ever done on the website from, from a sales standpoint that's invaluable. Mm, yeah. Yeah, so I highly recommend call tracking in addition to tracking your other conversions. It, it's worth it. And like Gary mentioned, uh, the one we use a lot is CallRail, callrail.com. Yeah. Uh, it's a really good service. And, and again, when we work with clients, we provide all this as part of, of the package. But, but yeah, that's a really helpful tool. Yes. All right, well, let's, let's um, talk a, a little bit more about some things people can track month over month. So the ideal situation is um, every month to revisit those numbers and just right put it into into a spreadsheet. We've got you know a very simple spreadsheet, and you know we've got our web traffic, and then we've got our Google impressions, Facebook reviews, and then in this case you know AdWords, which would be search, display ads, and then conversions. Um, Every client is going to have a slightly different spreadsheet because it's going to, it's going to vary uh, because some people might want to track their Instagram. Um, if somebody's doing Facebook ads, then we'd want to include that in here in addition to or instead of, um, you know, this AdWords. So this can be modified very easily as it is a spreadsheet. But more importantly is if we're looking at this data, we want to know how does, you know, December of this year compared to December of last year. Right. And, uh, and that's, that's, that's the main thing. It makes it really simple. So if we look at this client, which is the one we were looking at on the dashboard, you know, we can see August of this year versus August of, of last year. <clears throat> and we can clearly see, you know, are they having more traffic? And in this case, um, it's up substantially. And, you know, how much money are they spending in AdWords? And most importantly is, are there conversions up? And, you know, in this case, you know, 53 calls last year, seven calls this year. Again, happy client because it's, it's about a 15, 20% increase in their conversions. Um, yeah. this, this just makes it really simple to view and to be able to make the decision as, are we doing better, the worse, or the same? And that's, that's so important. I mean, it's so, so important. When, when we've started partnering with you and have worked with so many clients doing this, it's amazing how just keeping track of those simple numbers going in once a month, we do it for ourselves as well. And just month over month looking at the comparison, you know, even things like what was business like last year versus this year, um, you know, and, and what channels are doing better, what channels are doing worse. I would say anybody, any company that you're hiring that's not tracking the information like this and able to show it to you, you probably should move to a different company, right? Exactly. Yeah, this is like step number one. Establish your baseline, which you talk about all the time. Um, what is your starting point? And then we can, you know, make adjustments from there. Yeah, it's, it's, it's data-driven decisions. I mean, you can't, you, you don't know what you don't know. So you have to figure out what's working and what's not working. And the only way to do that is to track the data and, and look at it. 
So, and, and I know for some people, you know, this gets into the weeds and they get lost and they get a little overwhelmed, but really it can just start with, with tracking some simple conversions. So just a little bit of a review, um, you know, and again, I'm going to show you in the second video that I do that's, that's a resource to this episode, set up conversions in Google Analytics, what's your phone call, you know, how many phone calls are you getting, how many form fills, schedule consultation, whatever that conversion is for you, and then keep track of it each month. We're also going to provide that digital summary spreadsheet, Gary, that you just showed as a resource to this episode too, if people want to make a copy of that and, and use that on a monthly basis. Yes. So I kind of want to talk as we transition, talk about conversions. I want to talk a little bit about local SEO too. And the reason this ties in, in my mind is so many businesses are locally based businesses. Um, and we have, again, we have that whole other episode in season two, episode five, where you and I go into setting up Google My Business and setting up local SEO optimization. But I want to talk about why is it important to look at your Google My Business numbers as well? For almost every brick and mortar business um, that has traffic, the, your Google business page is arguably as important, if, if not in some cases, more important than the website. Um, because just because of how search is, because of how mobile everybody is, you know, your, your Google business page is what's coming up first. Um, so there's, you know, we want to keep track of how many actions are happening there, how many phone calls. And, um, you know, we were just talking about a client last week where we, where we discovered that, you know, they're getting lots of phone calls. And we found out that 95% of the phone calls were coming from the Google business page, not from the website, mm. which is really interesting. I mean, we don't normally see that, but that just happened to be the case. So when you have that information, um, you know, in this case, it's, it's obvious that, look, you know, you're getting all of your actions from your Google business page. We need to focus more time there. And, uh, you know, which leads to optimizing your Google business page, doing Google post, making sure everything is there and really looking at that as an active channel in the same way that you would Facebook or Instagram. Yeah, no, that's good. And if you're not tracking all the numbers, you know, even on Google, my business, you won't know what's working and what's not I, like a broken record, but, but it, it really is yep. so important. And, you know, even in that case, like that example you're talking about and uh, again, back to the example I keep bringing up about this company that's paying for social media, you know, in their case, they weren't putting much time into Google My Business, but they're a local brick and mortar business and they would get way more return on investment doing that versus paying someone to post organic uh, social media or Facebook content. Yeah, exactly. And the amount of effort that it takes, if you're already doing social media um, to be able to include Google Business, I mean, it's like, you're adding like one, 2% extra time and effort to mm. just to include that. And, and that could give you a tenfold return um, depending on the type of business you are. Yeah. Well, this has been really helpful, Gary, as always. Um, you know, I think for people, the takeaway here is just, you know, I, I do this every month with, with Notion, with our business and I track our numbers and it takes me, you know, I pull up Google analytics and I, I add the numbers to the spreadsheet and it, you know, it might take, what, like 10 minutes once you get it down, right? Yeah, we spent, I mean, we update, you know, these for our clients every single month and, and, uh, and we've kind of got it down to a science, but when you're using the reporting dashboard, it makes it so easy and quick. You can literally do this in five minutes a month or you can update your spreadsheet if you're doing it yourself. So that tool is, is invaluable in order to keep your data and to be able to look at it in two different ways. 
Yeah. So, so if you want to, if you want help with this, uh, you know, give Gary a call at thinkdonson.com. Also, we partner with Gary at Notion Design Group. We partner with, with him and his company uh, on all of this. So if you want help, if you want to get the reporting dashboard set up and, and assistance kind of with all this, uh, give him a call. But if you want to do it yourself, watch my video, the resource you can download with this episode. I'll show you how to set up conversions in your Google Analytics account. You can get that spreadsheet that Gary just showed us where you can add your numbers every month. And it's really not hard to do. And month over month, it will make a huge difference. So Gary, thank you again for being on the podcast. And I I hope everybody's learned uh, quite a bit today. Love it. Glad to be here. Well, I hope that interview with Gary was really helpful and that information was helpful for you. I know that any time that we have set up conversions or goals for our clients and started to track that data, it's been really helpful for them as they've been able to see what works and what doesn't and how they can determine the ROI on their marketing dollars and their marketing efforts. So along with this video, go to the littlefishpodcast.com and subscribe for the resources if you haven't done that. By now, I hope you have. But with today's episode, I have a step-by-step video where I actually walk you through how to set up conversions and goals in Google Analytics. It's a step-by-step video, and it's really not that hard to do. So check out that video. And then we also have the digital summary, summary spreadsheet that Gary talked about as a free resource as well. So you get those if you subscribe at thelittlefishpodcast.com. And then finally, the masterclass is coming up, School of Marketing Masterclass. I have so many business owners come to me and they're just like, I don't know if my social media is working. I'm spending money paying this company to do that. I'm, you know, I talked about that in today's episode. I'm, you know, do my website doesn't really get much business. I don't really know what's working and what's not. The School of Marketing Masterclass is for you. We're going to break down your website, figure out, get the messaging right on your website, set up an email sales funnel, and then figure out what are the best steps for you moving forward for your business. You'll go into next year with a plan in place and not just a plan, really results. That's what we care about. So sign up for the School of Marketing Masterclass. If you join the waitlist now, you actually get $50 off of, of the first payment. So check that out. Go to thelittlefishpodcast.com forward slash masterclass. And also along with the masterclass, you get one year free subscription to Business Made Simple University, which is part of the curriculum we're going to use in the masterclass. That's a $275 value just right there. So go check it out. I can't wait to have you in the masterclass coming up next month in October, me, you, and just a few business owners. So other than that, I look forward to seeing you again next week. Next week, we're talking about social media. This is a big one. I mean, everybody has a thousand questions when it comes to social media, what to post on social media, uh, which channel to use. I mean, I could go on and on with the questions. You're not going to want to miss next week's episode where we talk about organic social media and what it means to your business and how to utilize it for your marketing and to grow your business. So I will talk to you then.